the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The John Steigerwald Show, sponsored by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van. Portions of today's program may be pre recorded. Okay, so where are we? We're through this election cycle, and what are we looking at for the next two years here? Well, the Democrats just reelected a senator who happens to be a pastor who also happens to believe that. Jesus would be just fine with abortion. Think about that for a minute. They also elected a brain-damaged socialist who never had a real job to be the senator from Pennsylvania. He's also a big fan, by the way, of abortion, uh, I think right up to the minute of birth. So Roe v. Wade or not, abortion is not going anywhere. And the Democrats control the Senate, which means that we can probably count on the Republicans to do what the Democrats never do, and that's help the Democrats pass some of their ridiculous legislation. We had the uh, the 12 Republicans just recently, a week or so ago, vote for the uh, Respect for Marriage Act. Of course, we have a demented president who's going to be around for two more years and is threatening to run for another term, even though we'd all be better off if he were playing bingo somewhere. And there's always the chance that uh, he's going to stammer us into World War III, which might even be a nuclear war. So we have that going for us. And unless the Republicans can do something about it, there are going to be 87,000 more people working for the IRS. And apparently they're going to be sneaking around uh, ch- trying to check out what you're doing with your $600 PayPal payments. Nancy Pelosi's finally gone from uh, the Speaker's chair, but her smiling face, uh, it'll still be haunting the House for two more years. And who knows, maybe one of these days we're going to find out, you know, the truth about what happened to Mr. Nancy. And one thing we do have to look forward to for the next two years is Twitter not being in bed with the Democrats. That should be interesting. But the Democrats are still pretty much in charge. Yeah, the Republicans have the House, but uh, the Republicans will also have Mitch McConnell running things in the Senate, and he can be counted on to do a lot, uh, be a lot nicer to the Democrats than they've ever been to Republicans. But the votes have been cast, and it is what it is. Now, of course, one thing we don't have yet is the government offering to come and kill us if it uh, gets to be too much. They have that in Canada. That's right. They have euthanasia, and it's become pretty popular. It's hard to imagine that coming to America, but then who would have imagined a psychiatrist who thinks he's a woman thinking we should listen to him about how to help kids with their mental problems? We got that, and the Democrats made him an admiral of something. Anyway, when we come back, we're going to talk to a Canadian columnist from the Toronto Sun about the new assisted suicide craze up north. And in our second half hour, the story of an 18-year-old woman who thought she wanted to be a man and now is suing everybody in sight who helped her try to become one. Stick around. How about this for a crazy fact? Over your entire life, almost three years are spent in your bathroom. That's a lot of time to spend in a space you don't love, so maybe t- now is the time to upgrade to the bathroom of your dreams with Bath or Us. Uh, the bathroom experts at Bath or Us offer complete bath and shower remodeling services. That's a total bathroom transformation now. We're not talking about an overlay. High-quality furniture-grade wood vanities uh, with soft closed doors and drawers, cultured marble tops, integrated bowl systems, Modern, durable tubs and showers uh, with low maintenance, resistance to mold and mildew, and easy to clean. So check it out at bathrus.com. That's bath, the letter R, us.com. And if you call now and schedule an in-home estimate, it'll be free, and you'll get $1,000 off plus low to no monthly payments. 
Call today, 412-752-6880, 412-752-6880, or go to bathorus.com. Start loving your bathroom again. Attention, this is a special alert for all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an overpriced auto warranty or no warranty coverage at all. Due to the increase of new and used car prices, repair costs, and the price of gas, people are keeping their cars longer than ever, which is why CarShield is announcing a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses. Uncovered auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can save thousands for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. You could save thousands on future auto repairs. Our specialists are standing by for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800 518 1985. Vehicle protection plan pricing is at an all-time low. Plus, drivers who purchase this coverage today will receive rental car options, free roadside assistance, and free towing. Call 800 518 1985 now for your free quick quote. That's 800-518-1985. What do you have to lose? Call 800-518-1985. Again, 800-518-1985. I'll second guest dinners with friends because they can be interrupted by diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or oily stools. It turns out I have EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, which means I'm missing the enzymes needed to digest food. My doctor prescribed Creon, pancrelipase, an oral prescription medication that replaces pancreatic digestive enzymes. Creon treats EPI due to cystic fibrosis, chronic pancreatitis, pancreatectomy, or other conditions. Creon may increase your chance of fibrosing colonopathy, a rare bowel disorder. Tell your doctor if you have a history of intestinal blockage or scarring or thickening of your bowel wall, if you're allergic to pork, or if you have gout, kidney problems, or worsening of painful swollen joints. Call your doctor if you have any unusual or severe gastrointestinal symptoms or allergic reactions. Take Creon as directed by your doctor and always with food. Do not chew capsules as this may cause mouth irritation. Other side effects may include blood sugar changes, gas, dizziness, sore throat, and cough. These are not all the side effects of Creon. Creon is the number one prescribed EPI treatment. Ask your doctor about Creon for EPI and visit creoninfo.com or call 800-633-9110 to learn more. That's C-R-E-O-N-Info.com. MyPillow is excited to announce the original My Slippers are back in stock. This is John Stoggerwald. Last Christmas, you made My Slippers the number one selling MyPillow product, and now they've added smaller sizes, larger sizes, wide sizes, and all new colors. What makes My Slippers different is the exclusive four-layer design that you're not going to find in any other slippers. My Slippers patented layers make them ultra-comfortable, extremely durable, and they help relieve the stress on your feet. Wear them anytime, anywhere, and save $90 off with promo code STAG. That's only $49.98 a pair. You'll absolutely love My Slippers, and now they're also extending their 60-day money-back guarantee until March 1st, 2023, making them the best Christmas gifts ever. So go to MyPillow.com and use promo code STAG or call 800-716-8087 right now. And again, use promo code STAG to save $90 on the original My Slippers. That's only $49.98 a pair. Quantities won't last long, so please order now. This is the John Stacker Walt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Hey, it's been a while since we checked in on Canada. Uh, we've had enough of our own problems down here. But now that we know what we're stuck with here for the next two years, maybe it'll make you feel better to know that it could be worse, and all you have to do is look well, about 220 miles north of here to see that. Joe Warmington writes about it every day for the Toronto Sun, and he joins us now. Joe, thanks for coming on. It's been a while. It's been a while, yeah. And, of course, there's been lots of, as you say, lots of uh, really troubling things happening. And, yeah. Uh, Keeps us busy, though. We're, we're, there's never any shortage of things to write about. Yeah, and uh, I, I uh, just sitting down here checking things out up there. It's just it seems like one thing after another, just like here, just different stuff. But I think actually worse. But anyway, uh, people around here might be surprised to hear that that since 2016, five years now, uh, six years, I guess. If you if you want to kill yourself, your government will be there to help you out. Now, is government assisted suicide catching on up there now? Well, they're pushing it hard. I mean, there's, you know, new rules that are going to take effect in the spring, and I think that a lot of people are very concerned about it. There's some really creepy things that have happened. You know, I sent you a few of them there. I mean, it's like just it's just one of these things that, you know, uh, it was always a taboo subject, and now euthanasia is part of the Canadian culture. Um, I see that there were 10,064 deaths from euthanasia in 2021, 3% of the deaths in Canada were done by the government, I guess. Yeah, and I think another 50% are what they call unexplained, which is a whole other issue, which I guess you probably can't get into. But but it's like, 
you know, uh, the, the things I mentioned were, uh, you know, the, some of the military, the veterans that are struggling, they've, they've talked to people in the government about getting help. And don't forget, Prime Minister Trudeau here has made it very clear that, you know, that they're asking for too much. If they were in Ukraine, we've sent billions uh, over to help out in Ukraine, which, you know, there's yeah. arguably that, you know, I, I guess you could argue that that's okay. But but the, the reality of it is that there are people here that, that don't have it, but they are getting from counselors advice on how to go ahead and kill yourself and uh, that they help you do it. That's not why people with depression call up. They don't want to hear that, oh, you know, by the way, we'll help you end it. What the hell is that? And, uh, you know, they... they there was a commercial. It was weird because I have a 10-year-old, as you know, and, and we were watching the hockey game a couple of weeks ago, and there was this commercial, and it showed this woman, and it was all alluding to uh, you know, ending her life, and she was talking about how you know, ending your life is beautiful and stuff, and I'm there with a 10-year-old, and he looks at me, and he goes, what's that? And I go, I don't know. <laughs> and, uh, anyway, it turns out it's a, a big department store here, actually had a campaign where they were pushing for this thing called MAID, which is a short form for, you know, uh, euthanasia of some kind. Medical Assistance in Dying, M-A-I-D. Yeah, Yeah. so so I just, you know, uh, I couldn't believe it. And uh, I I know that they, you know, that store backed off on it, I guess, but the damage is done. Just like Prime Ministers backed off on... You know, the different things that they say, look, these, these things are happening and they get caught on them. They try to sneak them through. We catch them and they say, ah, it's not that. Of course, you turn your head one second back and they're doing it again. Euthanasia is part of Canada, just like marijuana is, and just like all the other things, gambling and sports gambling. You can't watch a hockey game now without, you know, every commercial. There's some player on there, including Gretzky, telling you how to bet and what the line is and. You know, again, you're watching with your kids. You don't want to talk about betting. I mean, oh, it's nothing wrong with it in terms of, you know, if you want to bet on the game as an adult, whatever. But they really are pushing all of these, you know, kind of subjects that you never would see before. Yeah, it's the same thing here uh, uh, with the gambling. I mean, you can't watch a game now without being told to, you know, should bet. On. I, you know, that's okay. People want to people want to bet their mortgage on, uh, you know, whether uh, – Ohio State beats Michigan by enough points, and that's up to them. That's not something I've ever been interested in doing. But uh, getting back to the uh, euthanasia made, medical assistance in dying, is the slope slippery yet, or it has, has it been slippery for a while now? Because, you know, you know that that was coming. The slope was going to get slippery. I noticed it five years ago with our premier at the time, Kathleen Wynne, well, now our premier in Ontario is Doug Ford. But Kathleen Wynne was very, very left. And she said, this is what she said. This was in the news. You probably could find the clip. She said something along the lines is, we're going to have to start having conversations with our elderly parents about assisted death. And again, I, I said, come again? Like, I'm not having a conversation like that. Like, who the hell are you to say something like that? And even for your own family, but let alone for other people's. So I knew right away that we were heading, as you said, John, that slippery slope, it was heading there. And it is there now. I mean, you know, there's a lot of people that love it and they're making an industry of it. And they're even advertising in prime time on the hockey game for it. So, you know, I think that the place is, is pretty insane. I don't know if it's too late to turn it around. I mean, I don't see a lot of hope here when you're telling people how to go ahead and kill themselves. And, you know, it's not, it's not um, you know, like for ALS or things like that. I mean, they're, 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 not, they're being pretty vague about it. I mean, they're, they're making it romantic, and I, I don't think it's cool. And, you know, I don't think you have to be super religious or anything to sort of suggest uh, that there's something wrong with this. My favorite story was about the veteran who was trying to get a wheelchair from the government, uh, she was having trouble getting it, and she was offered by somebody on the phone there. Uh, how about death instead? We, you know, if, if you're <laughs> if you're not if you're getting a little tired of waiting for the wheelchair, we can come over and kill you. Uh, that's what he said to her, right? And and again, you know, like like it's not funny, and it's true. That's a true that's story. True. But that, that but that's it's a true story. And there's many stories like that. The media don't always cover it. Once in a while, they slip out. But that is appalling. 
again, the government gets caught. They say, oh, well, it, you know, it's not quite like that. And everybody goes back to sleep. But, you know, it, we've got a real problem here. And uh, I don't know. What's it like down in the U.S.? Like, is the euthanasia sort of top of mind there? No, it's, no, it's not legal. You can't kill somebody here. You, you can... You, you, you can... Um, you can indicate that you don't want life support to continue at, after a certain point. But, uh, and, and in other words, they, they don't continue your care. But nobody comes in and gives you a shot. You can't do that in the United States. I don't know how many countries where you can do that other than Canada. How many are there? I don't know. Well, there's a, there's a couple in Europe that they're modeling it after. If you look at the legislation that they've put through, they've actually changed it in there where it talks about the criminal code. And it's, it, I sent you the list. It's not just doctors, but it's like nurses and yeah. nannies and it's pharmacists and it's, you know, like, like you know, maybe the plumber. I mean, <laughs> I mean who, who are all these people that get to decide if, if you die? You know, there's a great routine by the legendary Canadian comedian Norm MacDonald, who, you know, sadly died during the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of people die of cancer in the pandemic, including Kirstie Alley and, 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 and the great Norm MacDonald. But he has a routine about that, about... You know, if he's ever sick, <laughs> don't take him off life support. You know, he wants to stay alive. And in Canada, man, I mean, people are citing that routine all the time as a joke because they know that with this government, they're liable to pull the plug on you. Yeah, and so I'm looking here at the list that you sent me. Uh, physicians, nurse practitioners uh, in provinces where this is allowed, uh, those who can provide MAID, that's what, it, again, Medical assistance in dying, pharmacists. So I can I can drop in at the CVS or the Rite Aid if if I'm in uh, Canada and, and if they have them up there, and say, listen, I'm I'd like to kill myself. Where where do I who do I see here? <laughs> you don't need to see anybody. What do you need, sir? Um, you know, I'll take that and I got a sore throat. What do you got for that? Um, and what else? There's a couple others on the next list over. I think it said uh, personal support workers. Uh, That's the one that. Yeah, family members or other people, uh, those can assist in the process. Uh, it's a rule set out, and uh, I'm trying to read this now. Uh, th- th- these people can assist in the process without being charged under criminal law. However, physicians, nurse practitioners, and other people who are directly involved must follow the rules set out in the criminal code and then applicable provincial and territorial health-related, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I, um, it's, it's, it's almost surreal that we had a we had a famous case here two famous cases back 20 years ago one was sue rodriguez and she had like an als kind of thing and there there was lots of movies on it and wendy crewson plays her in the movies and stuff and they sort of romanticized that one and the other one was the robert latimer case his daughter was tracy latimer and he did euthanasia with her he ended up going to prison but there was a lot of support for him i've interviewed him a couple of times I think he's out now, but, uh, you know, it's always been an issue that's been sort of debated here, but like a lot of things, you know, Americans don't pay a lot of attention to Canada, as you know, but you really should, because I've said that on your show so many times, I mean, even the gun control stuff that's going on here, right? I was going to get to that. I mean, the people in, in, you know, I mean, it is really something. I mean, the, the, the guns that are on the list that are going to be banned, including these duck guns, I mean... You forget about the ARs and all that stuff. I mean, we're going to be to a point where only the gangs, and there's lots of them here, you know, the street gangs that shoot each other over the crack and the meth, you know, whatever it is, the, all the different and all the stuff they're, they're, they're selling. We have, and, and I live in the greater Toronto area, and we have easily 120 homicides a year from shootings in between all the cities around here. And, you know, again, they don't focus on that. They're talking about the duck hunters and the, the you know, target shooters and collectors. This is a big city here between all the different, you know, uh, different cities in what they call the Golden Horseshoe, mm-hmm. five or six million people, and the focus is on the law-abiding people. And I just don't get it, and that's coming your way if yep. you don't fight it. I mean, I know you have the Second Amendment, which really helps, but... Well, they hate it. The Democrats hate a lot it. Of people, they'll trample on it. They'll find a way. Watch them closely and watch what they put on the list uh, because it is really concerning. And, again, they never go after or you know, everybody, almost every shooting in the GTA that I've covered has been somebody on bail or parole. So it's not like it's a surprise. It's not like, oh, shucks, I wonder how that happened. Oh, it was probably poverty. 
No, they're in. They're in jail. They're supposed to be in jail already. They're Joe, already on gun charges. What a surprise! We're talking to Joe Warmington. He writes uh, for the Toronto Sun. He's a columnist and a reporter. Um, uh, yeah, the gun thing is, um, and that's why I like to have you on, uh, and I like to focus on it because. I think it's, as you said, I don't think people in America pay enough attention. We don't, I mean, it doesn't matter. It's Canada. It doesn't affect us directly. Nothing that, none of Justin Trudeau's idiotic ideas really affect us at, at all. It, 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 does, it, does, it does affect you because all the guns that he banned for sale here, all the legal guns, mm-hmm. they're all made in the U.S. So that, that industry is now affected from this particular customer in Canada. It's a, probably a smaller number, but it's yeah. significant. It'll cost you some jobs. But, you know, I, I think I first came on the show maybe around the time of the convoy. Maybe I'm not sure if I was on before that or not, but I remember being on during the convoy with you. Yep. And, you know, we had a big hearing about that, mm-hmm. as you know. And, you know, the military, I mean, they were doing spy flights over there. The RCMP was looking at putting the military in, in undercover in Mountie RCMP colors. You know, they had horses trample people. They shot a reporter with a gas canister. And, you know, that's sort of well-documented. And, and and so, you know, there there are this sort of, I, I guess, communist-style things that you really do. Uh, I don't know how to explain it, but it's glossed over here, but it's not glossed over by anybody that understands it. And it, particularly people, Canada's got all kinds of people from, you know, the, the, the former Iron Curtain, John, all that kind of, you know, yeah, Poland. And they know all Ukraine about it, all yeah. that. Yeah, and, and 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 they really are concerned, and they should be concerned because it's heading that direction. We'll try do our best. I mean, they have this new thing called Bill C-11. When that goes through, that is going to determine who gets to comment on on the internet, like on Twitter or Facebook. Or mm-hmm. if I want to write a column, it might not you know might not pass the smell test to get online, and you could end up in jail. That is censorship, and you know. Uh, I, you know, hopefully we have an election, we get a new kind of uh, regime here, but I, don't, I won't hold my breath. I think this is like Cuba where you got the Castros. It's going to be a long haul, and it's an erosion into a, a really basically where the lack of freedoms or the sort of the freedoms that we've sort of grown up enjoying and people are buried all over the world granting us. I think they're going to be slowly gone. And here's, the, here's one of the worst things. Um, the, me- the media are subsidized. So uh, the, the the media outlets that you're hoping are going to tell you the truth and maybe hold the government accountable, they they depend on the government for money. The media is is the media outlets are sent a check, right? Yeah, the newspaper side is six hundred plus million, and the you know is done differently for television and radio. It's all regulated. They want to regulate the internet. Uh, no, but but so, Joe, what what? If I'm uh, if I'm um, uh, CTV up in Canada, or if I'm uh, I can't think of a I don't know, just a, uh, if I'm a TV station in Toronto, am I getting a check from the government? Yes, you are, and and they never really said which ones are getting them, uh, but the bigger ones get more, and the smaller ones are getting them. And you can see it in the coverage. You know, they basically defend the liberal government at all costs. We saw that in the pandemic. You cannot tell a story very easily of somebody who's had a vaccine injury or death. I did one early on in the pandemic, and I had 11 complaints to the Ontario Press Council. I've never been before the Ontario Press Council before or after. That's a scary name in itself. Yeah, and, and, I've, and I've been <laughs> exactly right. And it's like pull-up bureau for, for journalists. But it's like I started in 1984, so I'm pushing 40 years in this as a reporter and a columnist. I'd never heard of it before. I'd never been before it before. They never bothered to call me, by the way. They had a big trial and everything. They never told me about it. Then they put out the, the rulings. It's all about Mr. Warmington this and Mr. Warm. And in the end of the day, they didn't convict me of this. But they did say, have a little bit of advice. And what they said in there is that as a columnist, you shouldn't be asking questions. You should be providing answers. Whoa, boy. So, so how about that? <laughs> so... So I wrote about a guy that got the vaccine. He died the next day, and his family had questions. And here's what the questions were. Nobody would answer the questions. And even though they didn't find me guilty uh, and take away my journalism license, which I guess is coming too, um, 
they, they still sort of explain that you, you shouldn't just ask questions. You, you've got to wait till you get the answers. That's and so we, we've got real, uh, real problems. If the media goes and you have to take a vaccine because you might lose your job or you can't go to school or whatever because they're still pushing that, you have to wear a mask. Uh, you know, there's a few other things. I mean, what is left? Uh, oh, wow. That's, that, uh, Joe, I'm out of time. That is some scary stuff. Um, the Ontario Press Council, that scares the, that, that's just, that's terrifying. But uh, we'll talk about that down the road. I appreciate it, Joe, all, as always. Have a great Christmas. Oh, you too. Joe Warmington, Toronto Sun. We'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. A remembrance in Hawaii today for those killed in Pearl Harbor 81 years ago. Julie Walker reports. About 2,400 servicemen were killed in the Pearl Harbor bombing, nearly half on the USS Arizona alone. Survivor Lou Contra, who is 101 years old, recently told the AP he's not a hero. Not us. We're not heroes. They call us heroes, but we're not it's the ones that 2,403 men that died are the heroes, and we've got to honor them ahead of everybody else. His doctor told him not to travel to Pearl Harbor, so Contra says he'll watch the ceremony on TV. The bombing by the Japanese launched the U.S. into World War II. I'm Julie Walker. That ceremony earlier today in Hawaii. This is SRN News. Charlie Dombeck here from Key City Capital. As a practicing CPA for nearly 30 years, I have found that 80% of your ability to grow your wealth is dependent upon two factors, taxes and investment performance. At Key City Capital, we improve investment performance by diversifying capital into off-market investment opportunities in passive rental real estate and alternatives like asset-backed lending. We recover dollars that clients unnecessarily pay in the form of income taxes, creating a lifetime annuity of savings. We are a sponsor of passive, affordable, single and multifamily residential rental investments, which are located in Sunbelt landlord-friendly states. These investments are the top choices in a rising interest rate and inflationary environment. They represent a store of value protecting your capital from market volatility. Learn how we at Key City Capital can help you ultimately grow your wealth rapidly. Connect with me at keycitycapital.com or give me a call at 817-912-1569. AM 1250, The Answer. Hugh Hewitt. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt. I'm the next Hugh Hewitt Show. Chris Stewart from Utah, Congressman Extraordinaire, maybe on the new Select Committee on China in the House. We'll find out soon. And Russ Levinson. He's written the book about the faith that President George H.W. Bush and Barbara Bush is their pastor for a long time. It's a wonderful book. Witness to Dignity. All of that in this Christmas season on the next Hugh Hewitt Show. Hugh Hewitt, tomorrow morning at 6, right before Mike Gallagher at 9, at AM 1250. The Answer. Here's a true story that might be described as Schindler's List meets the sound of music. I'm Isabel Vincent. My newest book is called Overture of Hope, Two Sisters' Daring Plan That Saved Opera's Jewish Stars from the Third Reich. In the 1930s, two British spinster sisters shared a love of the opera, and they made frequent trips to Germany and Austria to see their favorite singers. But many of these singers were Jewish, and with the rise of the Nazis, these performers faced almost certain death in the Holocaust that was coming. So what could two British spinsters do? Against all odds, they put together a plan to rescue more than two dozen men and women, getting them out of Germany and Austria and safely to England. Their clever schemes included using opera tickets to launder money. My book, Overture of Hope, details the life and death risks these two sisters took. Their surreptitious bravery and passionate commitment is amazing and inspiring. Overture of Hope by best-selling author Isabel Vincent is available now wherever books are sold. Whose rulebook do you want to play by, the government's or your own? This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy & Hagerman. Without a proper estate plan, many families end up playing by the government's rulebook and losing a lot of what they'd intended to leave to their families. That's why Abernathy & Hagerman presents free, ongoing estate planning workshops with attorney Dan Reimer to help you protect what's yours and make sure the government plays by your rules. The next one's happening soon. For details and to attend, visit a-h.law. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP, Pittsburgh, a division of Salem Media Group. Listen on The Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey. Stuck 
in traffic? We've got the answer. On Parkway East, outbound, plenty of volume. Going to see those delays. Boulevard of Yellow is up to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. Allow that extra time, 10 to 15 minutes extra. On the inbound side, the usual downtown delays. Parkway West, heavy inbound Carnegie to the Fort Pitt Tunnel. Looking busy as well on Parkway North, inbound Reedsdale Street to the Fort Pitt Bridge. Heavy on outbound 51, delays Colerain Street to Library Road. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, the answer, weather. We'll see mostly cloudy skies for tonight. Expect a nighttime low of 40. Tomorrow, cloudy skies with a high of 45. Overcast tomorrow night with a low of 36. Mostly cloudy Friday. It'll be breezy with a bit of rain in the afternoon. We'll reach a high Friday of 43. For Saturday, expect low clouds. We'll reach a high Saturday of 44. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, it's already happening in the UK. Um, over a thousand clients are suing the number one provider of transgender surgery over there for malpractice. Chloe Cole is only one person, she's only 18, but um, she's hoping to set a precedent for people who will be transitioning in the future. Edie Heipel of Catholic News Agency wrote about it at the National Catholic Register, and she joins us now. Edie, thanks for being here. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, John. So who are the butchers, uh, as uh, she calls them, that uh, that Chloe is suing here? Right. So Chloe, Chloe Cole, as you mentioned, is an 18-year-old girl from Southern California, and what happened to her is basically from the young age of 12 to 13, uh, her medical doctors in the state of California started expediting the process to transition her from a female into a male. Uh, and so, you know, this isn't just resigned to, to the state of California, but really happening all across the country. Um, over the last five to five to seven years, there's been an explosion of gender clinics uh, that are transitioning young children in, in, this, in the United States. Uh, and that's what happened to Chloe. Yeah, and um, she's suing doctors, um, also the um, medical centers. It's a, there's a big group. It's not just one doctor. It's a, it's a, she's going after a lot of people, right? Right, and this is part of a, I mean, she's going after what it is, what is a growing movement of doctors and the medical standard in the United States. Um, and really, it's actually in, 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 a, in opposition to where the rest of the world, even much more progressive countries, over in Europe, which are now walking back some of these practices. So, you know, she's trying to make a point by saying in the United States, we're really not, we're really not holding back on this, and she's going after them. Yeah, I had a doctor on not too long ago. I, I can't remember who it was. Um, might have been Dr. Van Meter, but I, I can't remember for sure. And he said that um, the United States is actually 10 years behind Europe now on this in, in going yeah. back the other way. Yeah, I would say that's a great, a great and fair, accurate assessment of where things are at. Um, you know, Tavistock Clinic, which is in in yep. England and in, in the UK, has been shut down due to lawsuits and complaints from patient families. And you know, the NHS, Britain's National Health Service's top doctors, are are rethinking how how they how they are approaching uh, gender dysphoria. In fact, I read about this earlier this uh, a couple months ago, but um, they have stopped uh, gender transition surgeries on children full board and are, are re-looking at how they treat this and putting a pause on it. So, again, the United States is way behind the eight ball on this. Well, Chloe Cole was only 13 when she started her transition. How did it begin for her? Right. Well, Cole, uh, Cole, as you mentioned, you know, started experiencing gender dysphoria when she was very young, 12 to 13. Um, but what she told me was, you know, there is a lot going on for her. She had plenty of comorbidities, which she, which she, you know, is quite open about. She um, is on the autism spectrum. She um, was struggling with depression at the time, not not knowing what was going on, trying to fit in, and this was misdiagnosed and and distorted by her medical doctors, the people that she's supposed to trust, as a case of gender dysphoria. So they rushed her headlong into treatment putting her on hormone blockers, uh, testosterone, and then eventually, you know, surgically removing both of her breasts. 
which has ended up to be a nightmare for her, both psychologically and um, physically as well. So, you know, this is happening all over the country, misdiagnosing um, puberty and, um, you know, just the, the struggles that adolescents go through in trying to find themselves as a case of gender dysphoria and ultimately really ruining a lot of these children's lives. Uh, would she have gone down this road if not for social media, do you think? She did say social media played a huge, huge role in this decision because there is a growing movement of LGBTQ, um, you know, really propaganda and videos, even from medical doctors that are aimed at young children on TikTok and some of these platforms, uh, urging them to transition, urging them that what they're experiencing emotionally and physically is gender dysphoria when it really is not. And so, you know, Cole does credit social media with a lot of, you know, pulling her down what became a very, very difficult and, and, and painful path. And of course, we don't have, to, it doesn't have to be uh, peer pressure. Uh, we have a uh, assistant uh, secretary of health, a man who claims to be a woman, who is out there publicly saying that uh, th- these kids, these young people have to be given uh, these uh, gender af- affirming, uh, this gender affirming care. That's what he refers to it as. Uh, he's the, the uh, a, a federal government official who's promoting this, and kids right. see that, and uh, they're they're being they're they're being told that it's uh, it's a wonderful thing. Right. I mean, as you hit the nail on the head, there's a all out assault on children to try to get them to believe that they're they need to change their bodies and mutilate their bodies, whether in the, in the level of their schools and their education, what they're being taught in school, um, coming from their, from, um, their social media platforms, encouraging them. And as you said, the, the top leaders of our nation, um, America, the free world, telling young 10 year olds, you have to mutilate your body in order to feel comfortable in your skin. I mean, it's just, it's not where the science is not, it is at. It's not where medicine is at. It's not reality. But this is what our, our, our leaders in our nation are, are telling young children. And, and it's, it's really a crime. We're talking to Edie Heipel of Catholic News Agency. Uh, she wrote about this at the National Catholic Register. Chloe Cole is an 18-year-old uh, woman, um, barely a woman, obviously, uh, who is uh, suing and and it seems, um, uh, uh, Edie, that she came out and said, and she was quoted in your story as saying, she does want to set a precedent. She's not just doing this for herself. She, uh, I'm sure she sees down the road lots of uh, men and women who are in her position who are going to be doing the same thing, uh, regretting what they did and wanting to try to fix it and also make the people who did it to them pay. Yeah, I, I, I mean, listen, I met Chloe Cole in person. She is a tenacious, bright, bold, and courageous young girl. I mean, as you said, she's, you know, turned 18 right now, and she's, uh, you know, all across the country uh, since she has, is, since she has detransitioned, speaking out about her story, raising awareness, um, testifying, testifying for bills to protect children from this kind of stuff to make sure that this doesn't happen to people who come after her. Um, she's very brave and she's, she is, she's the rising star setting a, setting a, an example, a powerful example of not just what happened to her, but um, ensuring this doesn't happen to, to other children. Yeah. And uh, in, in your, in your piece, you, you uh, get, describe a scenario in which the parents were basically given a choice um, what would you like to have, a dead daughter or a living son? What was that all about? Yeah, so Cole, I mean, Cole addressed this. Uh, this is the false, the falsehood that many parents are given by the medical community um, over their children who are suffering from gender dysphoria. Either you, either you put your child on puberty blockers and mutilate their body through gender transition surgeries, or they'll end up committing suicide. Those are the two options you're presented with as a parent. And obviously for most parents who, who have really no clue what's going on, what this might do to their child, that's the alternative that they have. Well, sure. So they're easily, as Cole mentions, um, kind of swayed into and pressured into transitioning their children. But again, uh, John, there's absolutely no 
other psychological disorder or or take anorexia, for example, where doctors are encouraging um, parents to push their child even further to affirming um, a mental illness or, or something that they're suffering from. So this, again, it's just not accurate, but, but that's a horrible choice parents are presented with um, by, by some of these doctors. And I, I know this isn't what you, you didn't write about this in the piece we're talking about here today, but uh, I'm sure you've seen the stories that I've seen that uh, there's a lot of be money, a lot of money to be made uh, in transgender oh, sur- uh, surgery. Definitely, it is such a money maker. It's, I mean, h- hundreds of millions of dollars. And um, you know, the Catholic News Agency also wrote a story recently um, about a, a university in Tennessee that. Uh, you know, published videos of the doctors at the university talking about how much money that these surgeries bring in, which, again, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Um, And it is a moneymaker, just like abortion is a moneymaker. It's turning um, the bodies of children into profit and making an industry off of them. And and how old was she when she had her breasts removed? She was 15, I believe. Um, so, you know, she had been on puberty blockers and put on testosterone for a couple of years and then um, pushed into a double mas- mastectomy uh, at the age of 15. And, of course, she's saying now that she she uh, wasn't thinking then about the beauty of motherhood, but now as she's gotten older, she is, and uh, she's, got, she's got that to deal with where she, she's never going to be able to breastfeed a, a child. Right. That's something Chloe has talked about, what she regrets most about this. I mean, when you're a young child, when you're 13, 14, 15, you're not thinking, you know, 15 years down the road when you, you'll want to have children someday. I mean, that's not really a thought for most children. And so like, like Chloe, she just, it didn't occur to her that this would be something she would really grieve over someday. And, you know, ultimately it is, but, uh, you know, so, I mean, what's happened to her is criminal. She, she's very, very firm about that and, and, and trying to get, trying to stop this. And she's, she's getting a lot of publicity. We're talking about her now, but um, she is one of thousands and thousands of, of kids in that same situation. Um, who's representing her, and are they hoping that this turns into a class action suit where you have thousands of people joining? Yes, so Harmie Dillon is representing Chloe in the lawsuit, and um, you know both of them were on Tucker Carlson uh, announcing the lawsuit uh, a few weeks ago, and they do hope that this will be a precedent and example for thousands of children after Chloe who have been harmed before and after her by medical malpractice by these doctors who are butchering these young children who really don't have the agency to, to decide for themselves um, about, you know, mutilating their bodies. So they're, they're hoping that this is going to be an example that they can use to protect and defend other children, and that's why she's doing it. So she's going public with the fact, and you just mentioned it here, that she had her breast removed at 15. Um, there's been a lot of stories about providers out there denying that they, they uh, perform the surgery on minors. Uh, and she's 15. Uh, that's as minor as you can get. Um, how uh, are, the, are these the, the people who performed the surgery? Have they been denying giving it to young people? And is this going to expose them in some way? I mean, you saw this with the Boston Children's Hospital scandal, right? I mean, they put out their own videos and own content saying that they offered these life-changing, uh, you know destructible surgeries for minors and then due to public backlash they had to scrub their websites delete all the videos that they put out there delete their own content and their own words on their websites about how young they performed these surgeries on uh children so i mean the proof is in their own words they are definitely doing this chloe is just one example of so many um, who have been harmed by by the medical establishment in this country, and they're trying to deny it and cover it up. But obviously, her story and the story of hundreds of other children like her uh, just proves proves the contrary. Well, uh, here's hoping that this suit goes a long way uh, and it becomes a, a national story. This is the beginning of it. Uh, uh, and Edie Heipel, Catholic News Agency. You can find the story at National Catholic Register. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for doing the story. 
Thanks for having me on, John. Okay, that's Edie Heipel, Catholic News Agency. We'll be right back. Well, the Democrats just reelected a senator who happens to be a minister and believes that Jesus would be perfectly okay with abortion. So even though Roe v. Wade was overturned, abortion obviously isn't going anywhere. Carrie Muir is the executive director of Choices Pregnancy Services. She's here to tell you about the important work that they've been doing for 35 years and will continue to do. Carrie, thanks for being here. Oh, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. So what is your mission at Choices Pregnancy Services? Our mission is to um, educate and empower and equip um, individuals to make informed life choices. And so that includes a lot. Obviously, yeah. Now, where can people find you here in Western PA? Yeah, well, we have five locations. Um, our main um, location is in Coriopolis, Pennsylvania. And then we have um, a clinic in um, East, on East Carson Street in Pittsburgh, and then we have one in Beaver County. However, we also have two mobile clinics, that um, one in Pittsburgh and one in Beaver County, that reach out to women wherever they are. So that's a unique perspective that we offer. We've been doing that since 2010. And, and so what are the services that you can provide for these women? Yeah, we um, well, basically women call us. They're in an unplanned pregnancy. They're looking for help. And so we invite them to come. All of our services are free of charge. So we offer medical services such as pregnancy testing, ultrasound, um, STD testing. But we want women to know that there's a safe place, and we offer them hope and help, very practical help, um, to help them along the way. We want to give them um, all of their options so they can make an informed choice. We're not here to you know, twist anybody's arms, but we're here to listen and give them hope um, and, and give them the education that they need so that they can make an informed decision. And the amazing thing to me is that when people come here, we have them fill out an evaluation form when they leave. And I always look at those every night before I leave, and I see that they write, um, you know, maybe it was the first time that I've ever been felt like I was heard or you just really helped me, you know, think things through, and I've got a lot of things to think about at this point, and um, that they feel that they're respected, they're not judged. So um, what we do is we just, you know, pray for that next person that walks through our door and that we can meet their needs however we can. Okay, and a one-time gift uh, for pregnancy and counseling is $35, ultrasound, 125 uh, operating costs for a clinic for a day is $465, and a month's gas for two mobile clinics is, uh, with a gift of 1200 How can people give? Um, people can give through our website, which is www.choices-for-life.org, and just go to the donate page on there, and it's very simple to make a quick donation that way. Okay, we hope that you can raise a lot of money and help a lot of women out, and thanks for being here. Thank you so much. God bless you. According to the U.S. Debt Clock, in the time you hear this commercial, our nation's debt will go up by $1.5 million. That's more than $2 billion a day, $15 billion a week. Right now, our debt is over $30 trillion and climbing fast. The question is, how do we pay it off? The answer is increasing taxes. Now, think about your retirement accounts. Do you want to pay taxes on some of that money now when rates are historically low or later when rates are potentially higher? Whether you should pay taxes now or in retirement depends on a lot of things. Beth Andrews and the team at NetWorth Advisors know what to look for. Beth can help you create a plan so your retirement is as tax efficient as possible. Call 800-426-1428 to set up a visit with Beth Andrews and NetWorth Advisors. 800-426-1428. When taxes go up, will you be ready? Call now. 800-426-1428. Firm offers insurance services and may not give tax advice. Networth Advisors LLC is a registered investment advisor. Well, it's going to be Christmas in a couple of weeks, two and a half weeks, I guess it is. And uh, maybe you have a bathroom that you're not thrilled with and uh, you've been thinking about getting it fixed up. Well, maybe you should give yourself a Christmas present and call Bath R Us. And if you call them right now and schedule a free in-home estimate... You'll get $1,000 off plus low to no monthly payments. $1,000 off and low to possibly no monthly payments. We're talking about a total transformation of your bathroom. Gorgeous faucets, fixtures uh, for the finishing touch. Uh, Every unit is custom built. 
allows you to pick all the premium accents and accessories. Bath R Us only uses products that are made right here in the U.S., and every single unit is installed by a certified factory technician, and they can complete it in days. Uh, High-quality furniture-grade wood vanities with soft-closed doors and drawers, uh, all that stuff, and as I said, uh, the nice, gorgeous faucets, and you can get, uh, with the free home estimate, $1,000 off plus low to no monthly payments. Call 412-752-6880. That's 412-752-6880, Bath or Us. Bath, the letter R, us.com. Start loving your bathroom again. This is the John Walt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5, The Answer. So um, going back to that first segment, uh, there was some pretty scary stuff there from um, uh, Joe Warmington about what's going on up in Canada and... Uh, as I said, it's it's only, uh, you know, you can be there in about three hours from downtown Pittsburgh. You can be at the Peace Bridge in Buffalo. So it's not like it's, you know, in Europe or something. It's right up the road from here. This is going on, and I spent a lot of time here talking about what's going on up in Canada. I have an issue. I have a reason that I'm interested because I'm actually I'm a citizen now. I have always, I've always been a citizen, and I had it confirmed is what I had to do because I was born to a Canadian mother. So I've actually been a a dual citizen since the day I was born. I didn't know it till a few years ago, and I, I got it taken care of so that I have. A, I'm officially a Canadian citizen. Not going to do me much good. The only thing I like about it right now is that I can vote against uh, Justin Trudeau. But um, the uh, there's a there's a story out today with Carrie Price, uh, the Montreal uh, Canadiens goaltender. He um, he put something up on Twitter or Instagram or some some one of the sites about uh, being upset about the gun control that uh, you heard Joe Warmington talking about. Uh, they want to take away his hunting rifles and his duck guns or whatever it is he has. He's a Canadian, you know. He likes to do that stuff, and they're trying to take the guns away from him. And so the Canadians, the Montreal Canadiens, came out with a statement saying that they apologized for what Carey Price said on Instagram about... Uh, being opposed to Canada's ridiculous, uh, over um, overdone gun control that Justin Trudeau is trying to push through. So they're affecting everybody, and just hope that it stays up there. But the problem is it's creeping down here, and the Democrats here actually like most of the stuff that's going on up there. That's what's scary. Talk to you tomorrow. John Steckerwald Show is a production of Salem Media Group and sponsored by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.